0: This is the Front Page Podcast from the Red and Black. I'm Midori Jenkins. In this episode, we will discuss our November 18th issue. First, we will be speaking with Caitlin Farmer, a news contributor, about her article on the new university rideshare system. Secondly, Emma Griffin, a contributor to the Opinion Desk, talks about the importance of sustainability as the seasons change. Support for this podcast is provided by the Cox Institute for Journalism, Innovation, Management, and Leadership. For more information, visit grady.uga.edu slash coxinstitute. Caitlin, welcome back to the front page, and thank you for talking to me about your article on the new Redshift program. How did SGA realize this was such an important issue and how did they decide on rideshare?
1: Yeah, I just want to say thank you for having me back. So from my interviews with the chief of staff and deputy chief of staff, I gathered that they just were kind of paying attention to what the students were talking about and with recent events in Athens involving student safety and different issues that have happened when students are coming back from areas like downtown or campus late at night, they saw a need for more accessibility to rideshare for students, which led them to send out a survey to the students. And it was I think they said they believed their largest Um, student response in SGA history.
0: Wow. Why do students rely so heavily on rideshare programs?
1: You know, I think with the prevalence of Greek life and, you know, socials, parties, things like that, I mean, it's a college campus, so Mm. people are going out and people are consuming alcohol and they don't want to drive and they shouldn't drive. And on the other hand, they don't feel safe walking. Mm -hmm. But then you also have students who maybe might not have a car or don't have a parking pass on campus and don't want to pay to park at Tate all day long. And so I think there's a lot of different situations and instances where people would need to utilize rideshare. And it's difficult to do that when the
0: price is so high. Your article mentions that many students don't feel safe walking on campus, and UGA is one of the only schools that does not implement a blue box system for safety. Student safety is one of the prime concerns with Rideshare. So how does this new Rideshare program attempt to deal with safety concerns?
1: I think that it's trying to implement safety concerns by ensuring that every student on campus will know how they're getting home and have a way to get home. Instead of, say, they're at a bar and it's, you know, 2 Mm a.m. And it's closing and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to walk now because I don't have access to a ride. I don't have the money to pay for a ride. Mm -hmm. And then it's the middle of the night and they have consumed alcohol or they are walking by themselves or they're walking with another friend who may have consumed alcohol. And it just becomes a big safety concern because you may not be able to pay the price of a ride share.
0: How does the rideshare program plan on mitigating concerns about high costs and lack of ride availability? Can you talk a little bit about the university partnership with Lyft?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the funding for this is coming out of UGA's new $8.5 million safety budget that they are pledging to spend on the next over the next three years towards safety on campus. So they are in a contract with Lyft right now I believe it's an 18 month contract. And they plan to spend around a million dollars per year. So that will put about 450,000 towards fall and spring semesters, and then 200,000 towards the summer. And what that will do is give students four discount codes a month through Lyft, where they will be able to create a Lyft account with their UGA email. And once they do that, they'll be emailed the four discount codes, and they can apply those to four different rides for half off with a maximum of up to $5 off of, each ride, they kind of touched on this in our interview, um, the chief of staff and deputy chief of staff for SGA. But four might not sound like a lot, but a lot of people tend to Uber in groups or with their friends. They don't really Uber by themselves, typically, and so even it, though it's four discount codes, if you have two other people that you tend to use ride shares with. Um, those will go a long way. Yeah, because you guys can take turns using each other's codes. There's going to be a geofenced area and where the codes apply and where you can get the discounts. And they're not 100% sure on the exact boundaries and locations, but they believe it's going to include campus downtown, a majority of off campus student housing, and potentially the five points area too. So as long as you're beginning your ride, and I believe ending your ride in the geofenced area, then you're good to go with the discount
0: codes. That's really awesome. And in speaking with SGA, when can we expect this new program to roll out?
1: Yeah, so they are hoping for um, early December around finals week. I understood it as, I mean, it seems like they've got mostly everything ready to go. So they had told me that you can expect to receive an email to your UGA email. I'm not sure if it's going to come from Lyft or from UGA. But it will be a link around finals time where you can go and use the link to make your Lyft account with your UGA email. And you should start receiving your four discount codes then.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today to talk about your article. Of course. Thank you for having me. Next, we will hear from Emma Griffin. She will be expressing the important practice of sustainability. Emma's article explains how to implement these habits into everyday life and why sustainability is necessary this time of year. What turned your head to this topic of sustainability, and what
2: is the significance during the time when the seasons change? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I think the number one reason is that it's getting colder outside, it's getting darker a lot earlier. And so I know a lot of people are probably noticing their power bills going up, Mm -hmm. and that's just because, you know, people turn the heating up on their thermostats, people turn more lights on. Uh, they want, you know, hot water from their showers and faucets. So, I think it, it just becomes difficult to be, you know, more mindful of these, you know, things that we probably aren't thinking about, you know, with these seasonal, uh, seasonal obstacles.
0: And how can we, as students and community members, implement these practices?
2: Definitely. I think the number one thing is to consider the more natural alternatives. So, for example, in the morning you can open your blinds um, and that lets sunlight in and, uh, you know, solar energy heats the room. Uh, And that's also great for seasonal depression just because, you know, sunlight increases the serotonin in your brain. And so, you know, that's another added alternative. Another thing that people can think about doing is maybe turning their thermostat down at night. Uh, because you know you're under your blankets you maybe don't need it to be as warm and even during the day you can layer with sweaters and jackets uh, and you know that saves a lot and then you know you can take shorter showers I think the Environmental Protection Agency found that with each minute in a shower you use two gallons of water and then on top of that you know water providers use energy to move the water through the pipes so on top of that water consumption you're generating extra electricity and then finally students really like to decorate their rooms and so maybe consider using LED Christmas lights because those last a lot longer, they're brighter, uh, they convert more energy into light rather than heat, so they're a lot more sustainable.
0: What seem to be the concerns of students who want to practice sustainability, but maybe don't know how?
2: Yeah, I think it's hard just because students are balancing a lot. You know, they have internships, jobs, homework. So it's hard to, you know, remember maybe to make these smaller changes. And, you know, you don't need to revamp your entire lifestyle. These small changes really build up. So, you know, if you don't have room in your dorm for a recycling bin, maybe try to recycle with the bins that UGA provides outside between classes. Um, I talked to one girl, she uses reusable washcloths instead of napkins, which is something that I had never thought of. So. Just trying to be more mindful and making smaller changes really goes a long way. And
0: lastly, how have you incorporated this into your personal life?
2: Yeah, uh, personally, I don't have a car. I was saving up to get one. But then my roommate uh, bought a bike to go to and from her classes. And not only is it faster because you skip traffic, but also obviously you have a much lessened carbon footprint. So then that maybe made me think to stave off buying a car and instead maybe try going the more environmental route.
0: This has been The Front Page. The Front Page is a production of the Red and Black Publishing Company. You can find the stories discussed in this episode in the paper edition or on redandblack.com. Make sure to download our app and keep up with us on social media. We hope to see you next week.